This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Constantine. Uh, there's a tagline. Didn't look it up. That's on me. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, unless, of course, he's not here. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. Yeah, when there's no horse Santa, obviously. Yeah. But we knew that was going to happen, so we watched Constantine. It's true. Because he he wanted to watch the he wanted to watch Midsummer with us, so oh. we were hold off on that until he shows up, I guess. Some of us started to watch other movies, but then we watched <laughs> Constantine. Yeah, some people forgot that we were waiting to watch Midsummer until Horselander could show up. And then when I started saying, hey, what about this part in the movie? And they're like, what movie are you watching? <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I decided to watch the movie with you this week, Chris, because otherwise you'd have been like, so Midsummer," And I'd have been like, no, Constantine. And you'd have been like, oh. Oops. <laughs> yeah, so eventually we all watch this movie. Yes. Uh, the uh, 20, 2005 joint starring Keanu Reeves. Yeah. As suggested by Mr. Green. Thank you, Mr. Green, for suggesting the movie. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but as we have started to do lately, I believe we're going to start off with a little bit of trivia. It's not going to be a contest between me and Horace Lantis, and Horace Lantis not here. But we'll see how I do by the out of three questions. Was it really a contest even when he was here? I mean, there's a chance he would win. Yeah. Okay. And just just so we're all clear, there's two questions per card. All right. So, Are you, is there like an easy question and a hard question, or is it just two questions? Uh, there's just two questions of varying difficulty. All right, because if they were like, if one was marked easy and one was marked hard, I was willing to take the hard question off of the card. But you can just ask me the both questions off the card, I guess. How did young Jason Voorhees meet his demise at Camp Crystal Lake? Oh, he drowned, sir. He did. While the while the counselors were fucking in the boathouse, fornicating and whatnot. Yep. That was that was we'll mark that as easy. Yeah, that would be an easy question. Which installment of Halloween did Jamie Lee Curtis and Janet Lee star together in? And Janet Lee. Um That's got to be one of the new the newer ones. Um I have not seen any of like the 2010 onward ones. I guess they're probably 2021 technically. Uh Let's go with Halloween Kills. Uh, nope. Uh, which one? H2O. H2O, okay. I have seen that one, but I didn't know who Janet Lee was back then. That's fair. I mean, yeah, because I was like 17 or something. Quote, what's in the box? End quote. Name the movie. <laughs> that would be C7N. Yes, C7N. <laughs> what a terrible idea for a title. Yeah, right? 
Uh, it's better than that one guy whose last name is uh, six 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 nine nine six six nine nine. Yeah, that's a that. Yeah, the one that the one that like was arrested for like hitting on younger women or something. Takeshi six six nine nine. No, he got arrested for like a criminal conspiracy and stuff. Oh, okay. I thought he also was known for uh, macking on the underage girls. I mean, he might. He's a fucking scumbag, so who knows? Yeah. What attacks a group of teens in the 1986 movie Chopping Mall when they are trapped inside (laughs) of a shopping mall after dark? Oh, it's it's definitely not uh, Dick, what's his name? From uh, (laughs) Dick Miller. It's not Dick Miller, but he is in the movie. It is a killer security robot, Chris. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> because we've seen that movie. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right. One That's more. That's probably good. You good? One more? All right. Well, that's three no, cards is six questions. Yeah, that's fine. In Night of the Comet, what popular Cindy Lauper song was playing when Regina and Samantha were dancing in the mall? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Wait. I guess probably girls just want to have fun. You're right. <laughs> I don't remember that scene at all from the movie. <laughs> no, I was going to say we we watched this. We did watch it, and all I could think of was the girls learning to shoot Uzis. <laughs> girls just want to shoot guns. Yep. <laughs> Which movie box cover shows one of the title bad guys popping out of a toilet? Oh, uh, that'll be Ghoulies. Yeah. That very famous box cover art classic have we not have we done ghoulies uh i don't think we've done any other ghoulies we did munchies we did critters four we did the first critters and critters four because okay who cares about anything yeah we did i know we did critters four i was not here for the crit the original critters one then because i I watched that i watched that one as a kid fairly often i don't know anymore if only there was a way to look it up on the interwebs. After you do um, several hundred movies, it's hard to commit it all to memory. Munchies. Uh, we did do Munchies uh, March 22nd, 2016. And then I don't remember anything about that one. I may, I might have been on it. I might not have been. I don't know. Critters, we have Critters Attack and Critters. Okay, yeah, you did the original Critters back June 17th, 2014. So that was probably, is this probably before I started? Yeah, that was probably pre, pre-Troy. pre We've got yeah. we have BT and AT. <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, just to confirm, we have not done Ghoulies. So there is that. What a blind spot. I know, right? Well, what we have done is Constantine. We have. We watched it today. That's true. Along with parts of other movies. Yeah. (laughs) I was trying to figure out how to see if uh, you did... uh, If you did... uh, Orphan was February 17th, 2015. So yes, you did Critters before I started on the podcast. That is correct. 
Back in those heady days. Those halcyon days of yore. We were so young. Jesus Christ, you were like 10 years younger than you are now, Chris. That's true. <laughs> That's fucking nuts that, you, that this podcast has been going on for more than 10 years. That puts us like in the top 1% of all podcasts, probably. That's alarming. Because most podcasts probably die after like six episodes or something, I assume. Yeah, most people don't have the willingness to throw shit into the ether for years on end. Yeah, that is true. And then there's uh, our friend Hot Doggy Matt, who has done that with two different podcasts. So much ether throwing. Yeah, he's yeah he's just filled that ether with all of his uh, exclamations and other synonyms for such things and other such things. Yeah. So, Chris, how does this movie start? Well, I know it doesn't start like the other one does. It doesn't start with fucking suicide. <laughs> Uh, no, that is correct. Uh, and yeah, so listeners, instead of just me say, me telling Chris he should watch the other one until he catches up to where I was, he just skipped forward to where I was. <laughs> yep. So I did watch <laughs> the first five minutes of the movie. <laughs> so let me tell you, Chris, how this movie starts. It starts in Mexico with two guys picking through the ruins of some like burnt out churches. One guy puts his foot through, uh, apparently some kind of wooden floor uh, pulls out a Nazi flag wrapped maybe dagger but is actually the head of a spear or lance and he grabs it and then he starts acting weird here's like we hear like weird like whale like voices whispering to him he runs out into the road gets hit by a car uh, Chris had flashbacks um, it's true since apparently we learned that Chris has been hit by a car three times. Yes. Yeah. On uh, a previous episode. And uh, the car like wraps itself around the guy, but then the guy just kind of keeps on going. Like he didn't get hit by a car, which is a little wild. And That's then how he, I, uh, I, I, what I did every time. <laughs> did the car wrap itself around you first? Well, no, they, they weren't going at speed. Usually no. it just was them at a stop and me. Every time it was me crossing a crosswalk legitimately, and then them just hitting me. And Chris is like, hey, I'm walking here. Yeah. One, I crawled <laughs> up on the lady's car. She hit me. I slid up on her hood. I stared her dead in the eyes. I shot her both birds. Slid <laughs> off of her fucking hood and just kept walking. <laughs> and she never did that again. Let's hope not. Presumably. And then we cut to... Is a lady sleeping? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 we cut well, to a lady making tea. Yeah. Yeah, so the lady's making tea in a shitty apartment in, New in L.A. And she, uh, she, she hears something in the room. 
She opens up the door to her daughter's bedroom, and her daughter is uh, dancing on the ceiling and not to a Lionel Richie song. They couldn't afford the rights. No, she's just like spider, like spider stuck to the the corner of the room, and the mother apparently does not think this is good a good thing and screams. Fair enough. And uh, just FYI, this is a Filipino family. Uh, I I learned through the uh, the trivia because I was like they look vaguely vaguely Latin and vaguely Asian, which I should have realized meant Filipino to me, because the language like Tagalog, the Filipino language Tagalog is kind of like a mashup of like Spanish and some Asian languages. In it seems to me, I'm not saying that's how it actually is. I'm just saying that's how my brain interprets it. Um, so yeah, don't at me on that. But yeah, so that was like, oh, okay, that makes sense that they're Filipino. So who do you call? Well, I mean, obviously you call Neo. <laughs> who, a chain-smoking Neo. Yeah. Yeah, it's Keanu Reeves, of course. Yeah. And yeah, the first shot you get him, he's like dropping like a burnt, like a burnt, like a finished cigarette out the window of a car or taxi. Yeah, I love a movie where they smoke. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen much anymore, but it's kind of important to this character that he smokes. Yeah. As he's told later in the movie, apparently he's been smoking 30 cigarettes, 30 cigarettes a day since he was 15. 30 cigarettes a day is a lot of fucking cigarettes, and that's from a guy who smokes. That dude could have bought a house with all the money he spent on cigarettes. How does he find the time? That's my question. I mean, because he had been smoking probably like 20 years at that point. Let's do a little math. Yeah. Well, I mean, how do you find the time? You're just always smoking, Chris. That's always be smoking. That's well, I guess the, it uh, was 2005, so you could pro- you could smoke like in way more places than you can now. 365 times 30 times 20. That dude smoked 219,000 cigarettes. And how many cigarettes to a pack? Is it 20? 20. Uh, so it's 10,950 packs. So what? hit it for like seven bucks. That's probably a roundabout average. It depends on where you are, but. Yeah. So 70, you guys spent almost $77,000 on cigarettes. I mean, that's not going to buy you a house. No. It will get you a down payment on a house, though. <laughs> you could have got a car. Yeah, instead of having your fucking taxi driver friend drive you around everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So he uh, proceeds to start the exorcism. Uh, now, although this is California, Chris, you probably need to add a buck a pack just for taxes. That's true. Yeah. So add some more money to that. I, I, I closed the calculator app. Fair. Yeah, so he shows up. There's a, a, a fat, bald priest who I think I recognized from Heroes. I don't remember what his power was in Heroes, but he was in Heroes. He's a, he's a character actor you would know if you saw him. He's one of those guys where you'd see him and you're like, that guy from that thing. Yep. Yep, exactly. He's no Elias Codius, but he is definitely a character actor. And he he's the one who called uh, Neo to the seed. Yeah. 
He's like, I think I got one for you. I think this one's real. Um, why don't you go upstairs and check it out? Yeah. So he does. She is chock full and of demon. She is, yeah. She is filled to the brim with uh, evil and uh, reacts when, like, the sun shines through some amulet that Constantine has. No, it's his, uh, it's the, the rotund man who has it. Is it? Yeah, he's got the oh. the amulet because uh, later on, well, he not get, the, he's oh yeah, yeah, no, okay, yeah, not that amulet. I'm sorry. I, I mean, like he has like a key ring of little like talismans. Yeah, and he holds one of them over to the sun, and then if the shadow falls on the the girl, and the demon freaks out. Um, an exorcism happens involving a mirror, like trapping the demon in a mirror, because apparently, like mirrors will show or reflect the surfaces in this movie will show you the demon inside of a person. Yeah. Well, and one thing I really like about this is whenever like the occulty like ritually shit happens, they never really explain it, which is fun to me. Yeah. And I like yeah, the he, fact he, that you just kind of are like, oh, okay. That tracks yeah. like as an occult ritual, like it kind of rewards you for having any sort of knowledge of any of this religious yeah, basically occult con- shit. Constantine knows the rules and he knows the steps to the dance. You don't need to know them to follow the dance or to enjoy the dance, you know? Yeah. And yeah, so apparently reflective services in this movie appear to show demons inside of people. Um, You can also trap the demon. So he traps the demon in the mirror and he tells the beef to, uh, to move the tax, to move the car the beef moves it all of like ten feet. Yeah, he does a poor job. Yeah, and and so they but they they throw the mirror out the window, and the sun I think causes the demon to go back to hell because I don't like you know sun purifies things. It, it makes a lot of the a lot of the quote unquote magic that Constantine does. It seems to like just be with like um it, it seems to deal with like the concepts of things and applying them like you know like sun purifies so if i need to purify something i put it out in the sun like and therefore i can drive a demon back to hell that's trapped in this mirror and because you know mirror can show your soul and so if a demon's inside of you i can show the demon inside of you because the mirror shows the soul inside the body like it's like it it's taking all those little connections of various like occult um uh not occult ritual occult mindsets or occult frameworks and he just kind of just take grabs whatever he needs to use and doesn't like have his own like well this is how I do magic kind of thing it's more like well uh some people use this for magic so I'm going to use it some people like you know hey uh, the pope blessed this thing so therefore it's holy <laughs> like I don't he, everything's a tool in his hand. He doesn't believe anything. Everything's just a tool for him. Yeah, you don't have to believe any of this stuff because some of the stuff works because it's real. Yeah, or because someone else believes it works, and therefore it works. And so I will use that tool even though I don't believe in it myself. Yeah, it's pretty fun. The term I've heard for it is postmodern magic or chaos magic is also another term I've heard for it. Yeah, left-hand path, baby. Or- or gutter magic is also something I've heard for it. Um, I one of my one of the our, one of the tabletop RPGs I really like called Unknown Armies kind of does something similar, 
where you know you you're using the associations of thing of words and concepts to to fill in the gaps of the magic that you're trying to do so i it this kind of stuff is i i find very enjoyable in stories so this is like you know right up my alley <laughs> so the the girl is saved and the beef and neo ride off into LA in the, a taxi cab the, to the bowling alley. <laughs> yeah, where the guy that he is. lives above. Yeah, where where uh, Constantine lives above. Above a bowling also, alley and below another bowling alley. Yeah. <laughs> what? No. It's there's not two bowling alleys on top of each other. It's a Simpsons joke. Okay. I thought as a blow as above so below. I think is I thought is where you were going with that. Um, but no, yeah. So he shows up. He, he sells into his apartment. His fucking uh, religious trinket dealer shows up. He's like a, a Q from James Bond, right? Yeah, but if Q was Stephen Merchant instead of Q, <laughs> is what it is. I mean, this guy is not Stephen Merchant, but he could have been. Maybe should have been. Maybe should have been, but I don't think Stephen Merchant was a thing back then. I don't know how time works. I don't either. It was like 2005. That was like 19 years ago. Yeah. Might as well have never existed. And it might as well have been yesterday. And they're uh, having a little chat. Neo tells them that this was different than the other ones. This was like he was here, like, in the our world, not like they're supposed to be. They're not supposed to be able to do that. They're yeah, supposed to he puppet was like us a, around like uh, fucking giant mechas. Yeah, because he, uh, he was a soldier demon. He wasn't one of the quote-unquote half-breeds that we get introduced to later. Like, this is just like, hey, like, random demon from fucking hell is here just, like, possessing little girls, and that's not the way it works. Yeah, and not Q is like, yeah, that's that's not how this goes, dude. Stop talking shit. Yeah, he's like, yeah, but no, but it happened for real though. Yeah, for for real, for real, FRFR. Yeah, he gives them like one of them uh, animal noise boxes. So yeah, some like bug that makes a noise that the 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 fallen, like you know, aka demons, don't like. Gives them like a dragon's breath wand. Yeah. That shoots fire. Like you do. And makes a loud roar. Um, shavings from something that involved with an attempted assassination of the Pope, I think. Yeah, whatever that was. Yeah. Um, one thing that will show up later that's not mentioned is uh, a piece of the Shroud of Moses. Well, uh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Well, I mean, Moses apparently was buried in a shroud, so... What was the style of the time? Yeah, you know. They put an, a white onion on his belt and uh, wrapped him in a shroud. Then we cut to lady on top of giant church hospital. Well, a lady falls asleep and then dreams about a lady on the top of a church hospital. Yeah. A Catholic hospital uh, where my parents 
my parents met at a Catholic hospital and got and then uh, got married and I, I I apparently am the product of a Catholic hospital even though I was born in a Methodist hospital. <laughs> Wait, did they consummate at the Catholic hospital? Is that how you're a product of a hospital or? Not that I'm aware of, but I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I mean, that'd be pretty cool. I could ask my mom. I'll ask my mom later. You absolutely after, should do that. I'm sure that's after, not a weird conversation. After her and I have had a number of drinks, I will ask her. If I have that number? <laughs> Hi. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and her liver number, oh, and, you know, unrelated to alcohol, her liver numbers aren't, have, have been kind of elevated. So she's not been drinking as much. So. That we may never know. Well, you can get her out here to Ohio. We'll buy her some pre rolls and there you go. Uh, yeah, so the lady is up on top of the the Catholic hospital. Uh, she tears off her um, wristband, and the wind carries it away. And then she does the Jesus pose fall. From the the top of the hospital, there's a pretty gnarly shot from inside a pool as she falls down through the skylight and into the water of the pool. Yeah, now, I will say this movie has some for for being a comic book movie in 2005. This movie's got some really good cinematography in it. Yeah, there's some, there's really, some really good really, shots, really beautiful shots in this movie that it just has no right being that good. Yeah. Then we cut to uh, morgue hospital. Well, yeah, because the the lady wakes up, uh, who looks like the lady who jumped off the, or who fell off, who yeah, threw herself off the building. Turns out that the lady who was dreaming about it is a detective cop, and she goes and is has to ID the body of her sister, who was the one who. Dove, you know, took a header off that building into the pool and not like in a, it was more of a Greg Luganis than, uh, the not situation there for her. Sick reference to the Olympics from like 1993 or something. <laughs> 92? Something like that. And at the same medical establishment, Constantine is talking to some doctor lady. Who confirms that he's got the the ick from... His lungs are like 97% cancer at this point. He's more tumor than man. Yeah. At least his lungs are. Yeah, and he's... He's not long for this world. Nope. So he decides to go talk to someone about it. And Detective Lady decides to go talk to someone about her sister's burial... Because her, her and her sister are both devout Catholics, and in this movie, um, suicides are not allowed Catholic burials, and therefore are not allowed to go to heaven. It's a mortal um, sin. Well, because technically you took a life. I mean, you did murder someone. It just happened to, or sorry, mergedly erdler someone. It just happened to be yourself. Yeah. So I think is the rationale behind that. So she is trying to convince the bishop or cardinal or whatever that guy is. Some asshole bishop. at the diocese. 
Yeah, that that her sister should that her sister did not commit suicide. It was an accident. Though how she accidentally got up on top of the building and accidentally fell off of it, we don't know. Um and, but while she's trying to convince the 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 holy guy to to give her sister a Catholic burial, Constantine is talking to a person who he sees with wings who is uh the angel Gabriel. Yeah. Played by Tilda Swinton, which if you ever need someone to play someone who is not quite human, Tilda Swinton is a fantastic choice for that. Agreed. She's just she's just kind of weird in a good way. And Striking. kind of androgynous in this movie. So you're kinda like, well, it's just an it, there like I don't know if this this character like, didn't give us their it's the this the, the the character's pronouns but they them seems to apply pretty strongly to this one I would I would imagine. Yeah. And uh Constantine gets into it with her <clears throat> because he 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 does all the good things for the Lord, you know, what with the saving yeah. of the the children and Well, he's been sending all these demons back to hell who've been violating the rules and Gabriel's like, look, dude, like everybody knows why you're doing it, and it's because you know you're going to hell. So you're trying to buy your way back into heaven. And since you're doing it for a selfish reason, you can't get back into heaven. Like, and for, you know. Because like if you do good things for selfish reasons, they no longer are good things. They're just selfish things. But they're the Catholic Church, and basically you like you just hit them with the repent on your deathbed, last rites, and you're good. Like but that's that's like what bullshit. confession yeah, that's what confession is for. But we, Chris, we need we need to not have confession happen because we need other things to happen later in the movie. I mean, just a motherfucker could do some hail marys and everything would have been fine. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, he's like, oh, I believe. You're know, like, well, you know, I believe, and and Gabriel's like, no, you know, like, there's a difference. Like, you don't have faith because you know. Faith is kind of you know belief without knowledge. But if you have knowledge, you can't have faith. And so he is kind of, and again, like he just kind of uses the tools that, uh, that he has access to. He doesn't necessarily like believe in, you know, that like God is making, like is helping him drive demons out. He just knows that if I say these things and throw fucking holy water on them, the demons have to go back to hell. Cause that's the rule. Like yeah. he knows the rules and he applies the rules to his benefit, but he's not like, he's not a believer. He's not like a true Catholic or anything. True. And so, then they, so, then they and, and Gabriel tells him he's been smoking 30 cigarettes a day since he was 15. Yeah. And he's, he's going to go to hell because he's not playing by the rules. And he, and cause he's taken a life. Yeah. No. So then, the we cut to him meeting up with the beef. Yep. So they can go to a nightclub where Midnight hangs out. Proprietor. Oh, Papa Midnight. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So Papa Midnight uh is a believer in the balance, which we find out later is the fact that angels and demons can. Some of them can walk on on the earth, but none of them can get involved. But they can kind of nudge people one way or the other. 
But they all they uh, they're not full bloods. They're all half breeds. He calls them half breeds. Yeah. So Constantine calls them half breeds because presumably they've taken on a human form to do so. So they they aren't in their full angelic or demonic glory, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Like um, uh, like Gabriel. Yeah, Gabriel's a half breed because Gabriel has a human form, um, even though they are an angel. And, um, and so Papa Midnight is there to, he, he, his nightclub is a place where demons and angels can intermingle with each other because he enforces the balance and neutrality inside of it. And he is a huge believer in, he is Switzerland. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Constantine goes there to talk to Midnight saying, Hey, like this, this demon like this wasn't even like a half blood breed. This was just a demon trying to come into the world through a little girl, and just and to come in like fully in demon form and not be a half breed. Like the demons are not following the rules. And Papa Midnight's like, well, nothing I can do. So and then, uh, but then we're introduced to Machine Head. Yeah, he's yeah. better than the rest. Yeah, or yeah, he. he Here's a little glycerine on himself. And he is. Oh, nope. Balthazar. There we go. I was I was going Baphomet, but that wasn't right. No, Balthazar is the character's name. You know, Chris, it's the little things that matter. That kill. Mm-hmm. And that's the but, that's the extent of my bush knowledge. Really? Like that's that's as far as you can come down with things? Uh from that cloud, yes. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna use your mouth to, uh, you know, put like chemicals between us. No, that was last week. Okay, I only um, use my mouth to sing the national anthem into orifices. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're not a greedy fly, is that what you're saying? I'm a human fly. Yeah. Okay. So you're not you're not like cold contagious. Yeah, you're, you lost me, coach. Okay. You don't have a razor blade suitcase that weighs sixteen stone. I'm assuming this is all Bush stuff still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 16 Stone Razor Blade Suitcase were their first two uh, albums. Greedy Fly is a song off of one of them. And Cold Contagious also is. Mouth is as well. Chemicals Between Us was off of a later CD. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Human Fly is a crap song. Oh, Greedy Fly is the uh, the, the Bush song. Yeah. I'm but saying. yeah. So. Bush is one of those bands where I would not say they're my favorite '90s band, but I like a fuck ton of their songs. Like a good fifteen of their songs, I like, and I can't think of many '90s bands I like fifteen songs from. So it is your favorite '90s band? No, it's not. <laughs> but it's just one of those weird things where you're like, oh yeah, I enjoy a lot of their music. They're not my favorite band, but I like a lot of their music. <laughs> It's just, I don't know, it's just, it's the weird things, the weird ways the human brain works, Chris. True. Anyway, Gavin Rossdale as Balthazar is there flipping a coin across his knuckles in a way that I wish I could, because I don't know how to. I'll send you a video. There you go. I'll YouTube it. I really used to be able to do that. I can't anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to do it. I was really on the slide of hand when I was younger. 
I mean, I would like to be, but I also part of me goes, that's really like a really nerdy, dorky. Yeah, thing some real nerd too. shit. Yeah, it just it brings me back to the Prince of Darkness movie where the guy was trying like he was doing the the card trick where he could make the card disappear and then like it actually disappears. He's like, where the fuck did it go? <laughs> I used to be able to throw bit. three card money. Yeah, I don't think I can anymore. It's been a long time since I tried it. You you can't help you can't make me find the queen. I used to be able to force it and everything. Nice. I was never never a hustler in that way. I, I kind of wish I had learned like up close magic or something or card tricks or just I don't know. It's just weird, dumb, nerdy shit like that. I wish I could do. Yeah, yeah. Watching that now, you see me movies did not help me with that urge at all either. I maybe just want to do it more. Well, I mean, it's nerdy, but it's also, like, uh, grifting and lying and con man bullshit, so keep that in mind. Yeah, I I am not a grifting, lying con man. I kind of, you know, I have fantasies about being one. I am not one. Not me. I've never been below board. I've always been above board. Never done anything weird, sketchy. Nope, never pretend to be eating cat food out, oh. of, a, out of a can so that oh. you could get better... Uh, better money when panhandling that's slander or libel i never remember which one is which <laughs> um i think libel is written okay so that's that's slander then slander i yeah. believe but i i may be backwards on that do not i anal you'll be hearing from my lawyer which is me well, i'm saying i am not a lawyer i i am no yeah, cool. That's what the Esquire is for, and the Christabel Aloysius Reynolds the Third Esquire uh, DDS. Yeah, ironically, that statement's not legally binding, but nope. <laughs> I just love that the acronym for "I am not a lawyer" is "I anal." <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, back to the movie. Um, Papa Midnight gets real mad on account of fucking Balthazar and Neo are arguing with each other. They're going to fight. He's like, nope, nope, not here. Yeah. In my did house. Did you want to call him Papa Shango? Did you want to call him Papa Shango I too? did so bad. <laughs> it's hard to I mean, not if the to. Ultimate Warrior was there to put a curse on, that would have been great, but he was not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my brain just uh, tries to fill that in, and I'm like, no, stop like, it, brain. Papa Midnight, not Papa Shango. <laughs> so he kicks him out. Uh, Tells him to fuck all the way off. Mm-hmm. Because they, that ain't happening, not in his house. Nope. Because he, he enforces neutrality. Yeah. Um. So then Detective it, Lady meets back up with Neo. Well. Because well, she's no, no, review, no. she no, no. reviews the footage. First, no, first, on the way to Papa Shango's, um, Neo went for a little walkabout and ran into the bug snake crab demon. Oh, yeah, bug snake crabs. All your favorite yeah. exoskeletons are here. Yeah, well, snakes don't have exoskeletons. I mean, not all of them. The good ones do. Not... <laughs> And so yeah, so but he had the the beetle in the the little car, the uh, little cigarette or a matchbox that would make a 
noise that the Fallen didn't like. Uh, but yeah, so there's, there's like demon made of like swarms of insects and snakes and crabs um, attacks Constantine, tries to convince him to give up like any kind of fight towards uh, you know, against the um, you know the demons. Uh, Constantine ends up getting it splatted by like a semi because. I- I, I love okay. the way that he escapes the demon is hit by a car. Well, because the thing is, like, you can't kill like every single bit of it with by yourself. Like, with, you know, it, you could shoot a shotgun, and sure, you could take out like 30, 40 bugs. But when there's thousands of bugs, it doesn't matter. But when you hit it with a semi, you can take out all the bugs and snakes at once. <laughs> You know, like it's the difference between hitting it with like a bunch of needles and hitting it with a fucking paddle. It's there's a there's a difference. And then he meets and, up uh, with the detective lady. After yeah. The bug explosion. Yeah, because that was Constantine's like, no, nah, dude. And then like this bug demon came after me after I fought this soldier demon. Like shit's not right here. And Papa Sean goes like, no, 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 it's fine. That's neutrality. Cool. I am neutral. There is neutrality here. I will not get involved. It's centrist bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so he meets up with Detective Lady, who has reviewed the footage, because well, apparently because there the was tec- footage. Yeah, so there was yeah security footage on the top of the roof for some reason. Yeah. And her sister turned and looked at the camera and said, Constantine. Yeah, which... Um, Good, kudos for her for knowing how to frame that shot right before she jumped off a building, I guess. <laughs> and then, uh, but and then all the phones in this lady's house start ringing because she has her cell phone, her personal cell phone, her work cell phone, her pager, her landline, her other landline. Yeah, her second secret landline. <laughs> like, and she's like, "Well, maybe I should go talk to Constantine then, because all my phones are ringing." Yeah, he probably knows about that. Yeah. Which, and just FYI, Chris, I don't know if you remember from the comics, it is actually pronounced Constantine never. in the comics, not Constantine. I've never said things right, and I don't intend on starting now. That's fine. I'm just pointing that out to our listeners so they know that I know things. Because that's the important part, is they all know that I know things. Well, I was worried about them thinking I knew things. I would have stopped this years ago. Exactly, right? And, yeah, and, you know, and Constantine originally looked like Billy Idol. So, there you go. And they, uh, they they get accosted. Well, so she, well, she talks to to Constantine, who's drinking some, a nice bottle of Ardbeg, uh, and Elay Scotch. I would like to drink some of that myself. I prefer Laphroaig myself, but Ardbeg is also a good uh, Elay Scotch. Nice and peaty and smoky. And we all know that Constantine likes his smokes. True. Uh, I like when he traps the spider under the glass and then breathes the ones of smoke under it, and he's like, welcome to my life. <laughs> That's and, but She does call him an... She, yeah, uh, Rachel Weiss, who plays the uh, the detective, play uh, does call him an asshole, which was great. And she leaves, and then all of the, like, there's a bunch of flapping shit that goes by his window, and all the, the fucking, like, uh, like, water cooler jugs of holy water that he has lined up along the outside of his wall, like, 
multiple layers of them uh, start vibrating as the uh, demons go by. So he's like, oh, some shit's about to go down. I probably should go help this girl. Yeah, so he does, because he's an asshole, but not a dickhead. Right. To to quote uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, they may be assholes, but they're not dicks. Exactly. Yeah. And this is when he, uh, the lights go out, all the power cuts, yep. but it's not really yep. the power. It's really the demon swarm. Yeah, causing darkness around them, except for the uh, the the glowing statuette or statue of the Virgin Mary in the shop window that is keeping things any kind of light going. Yeah, and even that starts getting dim. So this is where he wraps the part of the shroud of Moses around his hand, which is it's not explained in the movie, but I think there's a del- there's either a deleted scene or just a scene that they were going to shoot and didn't with uh. His, you know, his relic dealer, where do you think, oh, and this is the part of the Shroud of Moses. But. Why do you think that random? No, he just had it in his pocket. And well, he I mean, it, it had to be expensive, his... right? I mean, I can't imagine there's Probably. a lot of those. Well, you just got to trade those weird, like, little canisters. You turn them upside down and they make moo noises. That's what that guy likes. You buy them on Amazon all day. Well, like, uh, yeah, it's 2005. Amazon just sold books back then or some shit. That's true. I mean, it probably sold other things, too, at that point. But You had to eBay that shit back in 2005. Yeah, but, you know, and maybe he likes ones that were acquired by hand and not ones he just ordered online because it meant more that way. I reckon. And the important thing is when you wrap your hand in the shroud of Moses and light it on fire, it makes you uh, fucking shoot Hadoukens at demons. <laughs> and also it smells like sulfur. Yeah. Because apparently this, this, the shroud of Moses had a higher sulfur content. I guess. Explain. It's probably the... Well, it was the brimstone from the demons is actually what, it, what the sulfur smell was. But I just like to joke about the Shroud of Moses having a high sulfur content. Uh, detective lady goes for her sidearm and he's like, yeah, that, that's not going to help. Yeah, she's like, you know, he's like, you want to close your eyes? And she's like, I'm not going to close my eyes. He's like, well, that's fine. Do yeah. what you got to do. Suit yourself. And he lights up, lights up his hand and like there's just demon faces everywhere. And he blasts them with the light from the Shroud of Moses. And then she ends up throwing up because he's like, yeah, it happens to everyone the first time. It's the, you know, it's yeah. the sulfur. It's fine. You'll get over yeah. it. And so now she knows that demons are real. He explains to the whole balance demons versus human, you know, versus angels pushing humans towards different things. Uh, we did skip over uh fat, bald character actor priest who apparently is also psychic, who goes and visits her sister's corpse and then decides to drink about it. And he goes to the liquor store and every bottle he opens, none of the liquor goes into his mouth. Yeah. Which is my worst podcasting nightmare ever. Imagine sober podcasts. Yeah. He just throws it on the ground and then there's like, there's alcohol there, but he can't get any of it to come out of it into his mouth. And uh, then he ends up stabbing his hand. He says, he says, John, and then starts then jab, starts jabbing his hand with the corkscrew to make a symbol and then drowns on alcohol. Yeah. He was a leaky boy. And, 
Yeah, Balthazar was watching him, apparently. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, so that happens, and then the the detective lady is like, sits down and has fucking, I don't know, pho or ramen with him? Mm-hmm. Or the, and he they're explains... Even, yeah, he explains his past. Yeah. Um... And yeah, so he saw things, uh, you know, demons and angels. He could see demons and angels in their true forms, even if they were half breeds. Uh, he called it a curse. Gabriel called it a gift from God. Uh, he just couldn't fucking take it anymore as like a twelve year old and uh, tried to kill himself. And he oh, not tried. He succeeded at killing himself. He was dead for a couple minutes, uh, but in that meantime, he was down in hell. Because, you know, he commits suicide, and according to the Catholic Church in this movie, uh, suicides go to hell. So, he knows that he, when he dies, he is going to hell. And someone at, at some point tells him that, uh, oh, actually, yeah, Papa Midnight tells him that that his his soul is the only soul that Lucifer would come to, or Satan would come to the to Earth to reap. Because he has sent so many fucking demons back to hell. That you know, Satan would would it would literally come up to Earth to grab his soul, just to like rub it all rub it in, just to be an asshole about it. Yeah, you know, just to be Lucifer about it. Yeah. And um, and so that's why he knows he's go he's damned, and that's why he's been trying to send all these demons back to hell to kind of buy his way into heaven. Like, hey. Look at all these enemies of yours I've been defeating. Doesn't that mean I'm your like enemy of my enemy is my my friend, right? And that's where Gabriel had said no, because you're doing it for a selfish reason, which means it's not a pure intent, and therefore you cannot get into heaven. Um and, and then they go and they check out um they check out her sister's uh, funny farm room. Yeah, they go back to the Catholic hospital where she was. Yeah, cause her sister had was either committed or had committed herself, uh, to the hospital because she had been seeing things because her sister was psychic, and um, John kind of Constantine kind of gives her like gives the detective lady a a bit of a rough tongue until he can. He convinces her that her sister must have, left, must have left a message for her. So she breathes on the window because they would leave messages for each other, like in mirrors and windows with their breath. And there's about Corinthians 17, which apparently there are not 17 chapters to, to uh, the book of Corinthians in the, in the Catholic Bible. But there is in the Satanic Bible or the, 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 hell, the hell Bible. Bible. Which is funny because Corinthians is literally... A letter from one of the apostles, probably like Peter or Paul, to the Corinthians. You know, the Greek people live in the city of Corinth. Which means the the Catholic Bible just truncates it. Like, he's like, hey, like, here's your own blah, 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 blah. By the way, you know, kind regards Paul at the end. Whereas hell has like the, the lost the lost paragraphs from it. <laughs> yeah, the regular Bible is the TLDR. 
Yeah, because apparently, like Paul or Peter or Paul or Simon or whoever the fuck wrote the letter to the Corinthians, uh, was like, "Hey, here's all this stuff, and oh, by the way, at some point, Satan's son is going to try to enter the world with the help of a, of an angel and using the blood of God, the blood of God or the blood of Jesus." And uh, he's going to try to take over the, the earth before Satan can eventually do so. And he's going to rule there. Like, seems like the, the wrong part to cut. Yeah, right? Like, I don't, I don't understand, like, why the, that big got cut. I yeah. mean, we have, the, we have the fucking book of Revelations from, you know, the, the St. Paul in what, what, Potmos or wherever he lived. Um, like that's no worse than this, or no, you know, like that's that's no kinder, you know, like what the fuck, like why did they cut this out of the Bible? <laughs> yeah, you but think anyway. they want to keep the part in where um, everything went real bad for like literally everyone. Yeah, like maybe watch out for angels and demons working together using the blood of Christ to bring you know hell to earth. Maybe maybe we should leave that in. I don't know. A bunch of vague shit about trumpets and fucking whatnot, but we'll leave yeah, that. Oh, they say vague shit about Trump, and I was like, yeah, you know, that's somewhere in the Book of Revelations, right? Probably. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, and um, and that convinces Detective Lady that she she also she's like, yeah, my sister also was psychic. My sister was psychic, well, you know what? Oh, I no, will... no, no, no. No? Okay. No. He calls up uh, Q. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve and has Griffin. him look into the symbol and also the symbol from the the portly gentleman and also the yeah. Corinthians lead. So they're going to go yeah. meet up at the bowling alley to see what he's uh, got. Chris, I believe, Chris, the... Um... The, the the religious police are coming to your house to arrest you. Yeah, well, they've been trying for years. <laughs> I just heard sirens going by. It's better than lawnmowers. That's real weird. I can cough and it doesn't pick it up, but for some reason it picked up the <laughs> sirens. Yeah, yeah. Usually Discord's like noise cancellation is real good, like too good sometimes. Like if you try singing, it will often just cut cut you out. Weird. So that yeah, but sirens totally fine. So they head to the bowling uh, alley, but he's been turned into a bug pile. Yep. And that's when uh Detective Lady's like, you know what? I also saw things. I just told my sister I didn't. So I need to activate my uh, my psychic abilities. And Constantine's like, well, we can you. We can we can do this the slow way or the fast way. The slow way is going to take years. Fast way is going to suck. And she's like, "Well, let's do it the fast way." And he's like, "Okay." So he puts her in a bathtub because the bath the water is the universal planar lubricant. And he's like, he's like, and she's like, and he's like, we're gonna have to fully submerge you. And she's like, for how long? He's like, as long as it takes <laughs> until so, it's done. Yep. And so she, he, like, like, it's kind of like a weird baptism scene, which I kind of like. And he like holds her, he's holding her underwater, and she's just like laying there, 
kind of calmly like looking at him and blinking and she's laying there and she's laying there and then all of a sudden you kind of see her going oh um it's getting a little hard to like hold my breath now and so she kind of tries to like get up and he holds her down and she's like um wait uh i i i I can't i can't breathe and like she starts to get like that the drowning panic that people get you know, like if you if you can't breathe, like your instinct is to just fucking panic, which is why when you are you know learning like life saving or um, lifeguarding stuff, like you never get close to someone who's drowning because they will just try to climb on top of you, even though it doesn't like to get to get their head out of the water, even though that's not how physics works. They don't care; they're just panicking and they're trying to climb on top of you. So she's she's laying there, like she starts to panic. And he's holding her down, and she panics some more, and he's holding her down, and then she kind of stops, which is presumably when, like, she, quote-unquote, dies, or at least things start to activate, and then time kind of stops for a second, like, like a drip of water stops mid-drip, and then the, the, just, the, the bathtub just kind of explodes. Like you do. Yeah. Uh, water comes shooting straight up. The side of the bathtub just like bursts open, and she comes like falling out. But uh, this, uh, but she apparently experienced hell for a a, a moment, uh, and then she starts muttering about how all the people, like she, the the people that she found as the detective, like she just kind of knew where they were. She didn't like really do a whole lot of like detective work. She was just using her psychic gifts to find the people. She's just like, I, I knew the whole time. I knew the whole time. Like she just kind of mutters to herself about how she knew where these people were and what they were doing, and not, you know, and not doing actual detective work and just kind of filling in the gaps. Well, and afterwards, as, as John said when he was recounting his uh, childhood, the two minutes he was dead or whatever, that doesn't correlate, right? Time dilation right. or whatever. So she yeah, could have yeah, been like in I'm, hell for what felt like fucking years. A year. Yeah, and so she she's a little worse for her, but then she says, but then she starts to key in on the guy, uh, Stephen Merchant, who died, and she's like, there was something spinning, there's something shiny spinning, it wasn't a ball, smaller than a ball, and she kind of works her way down to the, behind the, you know, behind the pin machines of the, uh, the bowling alley, and she finds a silver coin, I'm assuming it's a silver, silver shekel. You know, Judas um, or whatever. Exactly. Uh, that fell down between the grates, but it was also the coin that Balthazar was spinning across his knuckles when he met uh, Pop. We was at Papa Shango's earlier, and um, so now we know that Balthazar killed uh, Stephen Merchant, uh, which is he's not supposed to be involved. Like that's the whole point of the the neutrality. He's not supposed to be involved. But at this point, um, Constantine's like, well, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, more or less. A, a good man goes to war. Yeah. Uh, to, to quote Doctor Who. <laughs> so he heads to uh, Midnight's. Yep. And he, well, he builds, uh, he, he assembles like a holy shotgun. Like you do. With like the dragon's breath wand. And a bunch of gold. Um, 
And then he, uh, yeah. And then he goes to Papa Shango's. Oh, wait. Does he go to Papa Shango's or does he go find uh, What's His Head first? No, he finds What's His Head first. Oh, you're right. He does. He goes hunt down Balthazar in like his corporate boardroom. Yeah. And shoots him with like the the fucking dragon's breath wand. And Balthazar's like, dude, I was like, you you may live in fire, but I was born and I was born born in fire. <laughs> fire rises. Um <laughs> and uh and, but but uh then uh uh Constantine busts out the holy water, uh and reveals him to be the demon that he is, and then beats him, beats his ass with uh, some fucking holy brass knuckles. With yes. like, I love that. So it's apparently, according to the the director's commentary, uh, the gold was blessed by like a bishop in the Crusades, and so he formed it into like brass knuckles and like carved crosses into the knuckles. It's real dumb. Beat his ass with those. Yeah. Again. He will use, he doesn't have to fucking believe, he just needs to know that it works. Exactly. You know? And then he, uh... And then he starts giving the, <laughs> starts giving the demon his last rites, like, hey, like, I forgive you all your sins, you know, um, you're gonna, you're gonna die and go to heaven now, you fucking demon, enjoy that trip. <laughs> I do really enjoy the idea of threatening a person with heaven. Or a demon yeah. with heaven, like, oh yeah, that's so good. Because he's he he's gonna kill him, and Balthazar is like, I'm just gonna go to hell, idiot. That's where I live. Like you're just right? sending me home. He's like, nah, fam, and he busts out the Bible, the holy water, or not even the holy water, like the chrism, like the chrism, like the the whole yeah, oil, that the oil, and he gives, gives him the cross on the head, and it yeah. starts going through the last rites, and he's like, oh fuck. Yeah, and he's like, dude, you tell me now or I'm sending you to heaven. And he's like, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, and he's and like, I've, you have to ask for guts. forgiveness, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and after he, like, fucking, like, beats the shit out of uh, Baltazar, he's like, oh, and by the way, you have to ask for forgiveness? I can't just send you to heaven. <laughs> yeah, anymore. you have to request absolution, <laughs> you dumb fuck. <laughs> and then as they're leaving, that... um. So the detective lady was left down in the car. Like like in the show Chuck, Chuck is told to stay in the car. Chuck never fucking stays in the car. And he tells detective lady to stay in the car and hold on to this amulet because it's like, you know, a bulletproof vest for your spirit. She Not only does she not stay in the car, she leaves the amulet behind. And she's like, oh, hey, so you finished your business? He's like, yeah, where's your amulet? She's like, oh, I must have left in the car. And then she just gets a fucking pulled through the entire building like a hundred walls yeah and he, and it's you know and fucking Constantine's like just chasing after like leaping through leaping across elevator shafts like it's no big deal like you do yeah but she gets pulled out into the air and dragged off somewhere and he's like well I can't fly so I guess we'll have to go with plane B yeah so he yeah Meets back up with the beef, who yep. fucked off for like two thirds of the movie. I don't know what where what he was doing. I don't know blow it, probably. No, he was telling people that they sh- they can do it and they should just do it. He was hiding that flag from 4chan after the Trump thing. He was he was just finding some nice humans to cook up and eat. He's an actual cannibal. 
Yeah. And um, he 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 has not moved on to Hufu yet. Which have you heard about Hufu, Chris? I found about Hufu Hufu last night. Apparently, it is uh, tofu, like a a a a vegan product, which is supposed to simulate the taste and texture of human meat. So it's like tofu, but it's Hufu because it's human tofu. Wait, what? Why? Why did you do that? I'm pretty sure it is a joke, but um, yeah, no, Hufu, H-U-F-U. Uh, look it up. I guess I found out about it. I found out about it last night from one of my friends. It's. I think it was probably an internet meme, probably years ago that I missed. I feel like you should reevaluate if that's your friend. Um. Well, so he. <laughs> I was running a D and D game, and his character is human adjacent, but his his character also likes to use every part of his enemy. So. Um, if he kills someone and they're edible, he will preserve them so he can eat them later. All right. I can respect I'm, that. I mean, there's worse philosophies, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Every part of the buffalo or whatever. Exactly. And uh, so anyway, uh, Rachel Vice is um, dragged out into the air Um Constantine takes the beef to Papa Shango. Uh, he, uh, Constantine wants to use the chair, which was apparently the ex- the, the electric chair used at Sing Sing? Yeah. If, um, and he uses that to find out that um, through a series of images that look a lot like Michael Gados images from uh, Chronicles of Darkness role-playing game books, uh, that is G A Y D O S. Michael Gados apparently also did the uh, the Jessica Jones alias artwork that that comic book series or limited series. Um, but I, the 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 way that was shot, I was like, oh, that looks just like fucking like Gados art given like movement. Uh, he tracks the the guy from the very beginning who found the Nazi flag-wrapped uh, Spear of Destiny and then got hit by a car later, follows his trip to L.A. and figures out that he was going to the pool or the hot, the hotel, the hospital that um, Rachel Weiss's twin sister uh, took a header off the top of. Yeah. So he so, comes back with the info. We learned yep. that the beef actually is well versed in all of this stuff, and also does not know how to use a shotgun shell reloader. I mean, because he he is fucking doing one one shell at a time, and the way those things are set up is you you know, you, you put the shell into the first slot, you you pull the handle down, it like I don't know, like puts like the fucking wad in or the 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 fucking. Uh, Cap in the bottom or something. It does some one. It does one action, and then it moves it partway around the 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 reloader's circular path. And then you put another shell in, empty shell in, and you pull the handle, and it does the first action to the first shell and the second action to the second shell, and then it advances them once all around the circular path. You put another empty shell in, 
and then you pull the handle and you know it puts the powder in or it puts the shot in it puts the wad in it puts the priming cap in whatever the fuck it needs to do it does and then at the end you know after you have six or seven shells at once going if it finishes crimps the top and and then spits it out you really nailed it in this my my dad had my dad reloaded his own shotgun shells for a while so i have seen this done in practice and as a kid you're like oh great so i put the thing i put the shell in i pull the i pull the handle i put another shell in i pull the handle i put another shell in i pull the handle like it's fun as a kid right and so the fact that he was doing one shell at a time annoyed the crap out of me it's a stupid complaint but it is my complaint hey we all we all got our nail guns buddy yeah we all have our plant melons chris yeah, available exclusively on Discord. Yeah, I think that is the only place. I think maybe the Patreon channel is the only place I've mentioned plant melons. But yeah, I even made a, a delightful uh, <laughs> emoji for emoji that. for plant melons. <laughs> because sometimes I'm drunk on a Friday night and somebody <laughs> says something weird and I make an emoji. <laughs> and sometimes I say something weird most days. Um. Yeah, so they but finally we have a bunch of the holy holy shotgun shells filled with uh the gold melted down from various holy crosses and relics and shit. Uh we find out that if you have a certain relic cross, you can even as a layperson, you can create holy water with it. Even like rain can be converted into holy water with these things. And the beef says that if you like the the half breed demons if you if you basically destroy their exterior with holy water they're much more susceptible to things but their demonic form is revealed yeah like jesus bullets yeah and so they head to the hospital like you do and uh the beef is set off to do things and it then basically sh- just hucks the crucifix into some the water system yeah, he says, okay, so the the water system that feeds the sprinklers, the fire sprinklers in the in the building, I'm gonna make all this holy water. And yeah. so when the Constantine shows up into the uh in the um the room with all of the half bred breed demons that exist in LA, they're like, Yeah, what are you gonna do now, buddy? And he's like, Well, I'm gonna put my lighter up to this sprinkler and then you all are gonna hate it. <laughs> and and so you know, this is a lot of CG. Yeah. And, but for 2005, it holds up surprisingly well. Yeah, yeah it kind of reminded me of the blood, the blood, um, the blood shower from Blade. Yeah, it has very, very similar vibes. Yeah. And so once the demons like start, you know, having their skin melted off with the holy water, he unleashes the holy handgun of Antioch upon them and, um, shotgun. Yeah, holy shotgun of Antioch. Well, hand grenade, handgun was the closest I could get. Um, and then, yeah, so he he kills all of them but one, and the one's going to go after him, and he fires, and he runs. he's run out of bullets at that point. And then uh, the beef shoots him with the, the shotgun that he's carrying because he's been done blessing sprinkler water for about 10 minutes now. Yeah, and then he, he dies. One shot off. Well, no, no. 
Yeah. And then they make it to the pool, the pool, the cross shaped pool at yeah. the Catholic Church. A little YMCA. on the nose, but I'll allow it. Uh-huh. And we had seen uh, previously uh, Rachel Vice had been deposited there by uh, some unseen force that grabbed her. Well, she fought, and, and she fought with that guy. What found the spear? Yes, and well, and he held her underwater until the point where she could see hell again, and then some demon started walking up to her. And um, Constantine fights the guy which had found the Spear of Destiny, defeats him pretty easily, and then Rachel Vice rises up out of the water in like obviously demonically possessed and attacks him, and then the beef saves him from that. And by reciting in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit in Latin, they manage to bring her back to consciousness, like you do. And because uh, I guess technically, Keanu priest counted or Keanu Reeves counted as the old priest, and the beef was the young priest. Sure. Um, I, mean, I don't think either one of them were priests. Well, I know, but that was a close the the idea: young priest and old priest. Um, something yeah, borrowed, meme. something blue. Yeah. Um. And then uh, it turns out that she's gonna. That uh, she regains consciousness, but then the demon Mammon, the the son of Satan, is going to be born out of her, either her stomach or her hoo-ha. We're not real sure which. I mean, in combination. Yeah, yeah. Just Mammon comes out wherever Mammon wants to come out, you know? Yeah, instead of a vaginus, he's going to give her, like, a vagus stomach. Unpleasant. Yeah. Um... Of a Jorso, if you will. Right on the Jorso. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to hell. Um and then uh and that is when um and then uh, yeah, then the the beef is like, yeah, motherfuckers, tell them the beef sent you, assholes, and then something grabs the beef and slams them against the the roof of the pool and then against the floor of the pool real hard and tenderizes them nicely. Uh, and he dies, and then that's when Constantine's like, oh, there's an unseen force here. I must use my mystical forearm tattoos and give it, and bring it to visible form. It turns out it is Gabriel yeah. who has been helping the demons the entire time. Yeah. And for your usual uh, humanity doesn't deserve it, God loves you more than me, prophecy-esque yeah. Uh, fucking yeah. screed. Yeah, it basically like I'm gonna I'm gonna make you all actually deserve God's love by having only the nicest people survive the uh, coming apocalypse that I'm gonna bring about. Yeah, it's not fair and that you guys get absolution just because He loves you more than us. All you have to do is ask for it. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> Which, uh, to be fair. To be fair, that's a good point. I mean, yeah. Gabriel's yeah. been putting in work for fucking millennia, mm-hmm. and I just have to be like, real sorry, I fucking did that thing. I'll say our fathers. Uh. Yeah, the, the fact they ordered a nuclear bomb dropped upon a city and killed millions of people. Uh, could could uh, I feel real bad about it? Could you forgive me? Yeah, sure, I, like oh, sorry about that fucking genocide. Uh. 
I'll do a couple of fucking Hail Marys and whatever and like I'll be- And maybe I'll I'll donate to a charity. Yeah. Here's yeah. here's a hundred dollars to the Red Cross and uh I'll uh do an Our Father and a Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, that's why I sin constantly because I'm gonna I'm a hundred percent Catholic repenting on my deathbed on that shit, son. <laughs> I mean you might as well try. I I don't necessarily believe it, but I mean, I'm going to hedge my bets. Exactly. Like, it's the whole thing. Like, it, it can't hurt. If God doesn't exist, it doesn't hurt. If God does exist, it can only help. I got a line of fucking religious figures that are going to be outside of my deathbed. <laughs> believe you me. Are you sure it's not just like a line of cocaine? I mean, that's first. Okay. Yeah. Do a rail and then talk to the priests. Yeah, anybody who knows me knows I like to get coked up before I talk to religious figures. <laughs> Ask the Dalai Lama, he'll tell you I was fucking wired. You're tweaking like nobody's business. I was like, hey, 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 look, here's what we're going to do, right? Greed is good, right? Greed is good. <laughs> um, Yeah, so uh, the beef is the beef is dead. Uh, Rachel Weiss has regained consciousness, but Gabriel is a, is going to plunge the uh, the spear of destiny into her stomach to bring forth Mammon, who needs to be born from the blood of God. And since Jesus is part of the triumvirate of you know the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, they're the same being in Catholic religion. The Jesus's blood is the same as God's blood. Um, also Spear of Longinus, who apparently has been canonized by the Catholic Church. I think it's kind of wild that the guy who killed Jesus is a saint, but you do you. Uh, he has a statue and some relics in the St. Peter's Basilica. I saw them when I was there. Um, wild. Also, Gabriel, like, fucking, like, force pushes, uh, Constantine out of the room against a glass door and a bunch of all the glass falls out of it. Um, and as um, Gabriel is getting ready to murder Diddley Erdler, uh, Rachel Vice, uh, Constantine's like, well, I know what I need to do. And he slits his wrists and says, hurry up. And basically he is killing himself so that Satan will come to earth to get his soul and Peter Stormare or Stormare, I have no idea how to pronounce his name. I just know that hot doggy Josh says Stormare every time. <laughs> I might be a bit. Um, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure either. <laughs> but, you know, the guy from Fargo. Uh, you know, the, Fargo the guy. guy. Who, yeah, the guy who in real life is human adjacent. <laughs> yeah, much like a tool. Let alone, let alone as an actor. Uh, is shows up with like fucking flaming hot tar dripping off his feet in an off-white suit, and is super weird and not right with the world, and says, "Hey, you know, it's good to see you. I'm glad I'm gonna bringing you down. I have I have a lot of plans for you, buddy." And Constantine's like, "Well, that's all well and good, but do you know that your son?" is working with an angel and using the spear of destiny to try to bring himself into this world before you can take over the world. 
and you know, like, do you want that end run to happen? And he in the and the Satan says, Lucifer says, no, I'd rather keep things on my timetable. So he goes and blasts Gabriel back into the pool, and well, he uh, he grabs and drives grabs, grabs Rachel Vice, her who's possessed, who's possessed by Mammon, his son. Yeah, he he Dri- picks her up, drives Mammon back into hell. Yeah, but then uh, Gabriel tries to strike him. Yep, and, and she can't. can't. Or they can't. And then, and then, and then, Lucifer's like, "Oh, I guess God's not on your side anymore, huh?" Well, how about this? And then, like, just like blasts Gabriel with some kind of hellfire, shoots Gabriel back into the pool. You see, like, Gabriel's wings burn off, and then he comes back to 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 John. It's like, "Hey, yo, John, you know it's time now." But you know, thanks for thanks for uh, letting me know that I was about ready to lose the battle for Earth that I didn't even know I was losing what do you want in return do you want like a little more time on earth and Constantine says no that girl's sister that, that's in hell right now let her go let her go up to heaven you know I know she belongs in hell because she killed herself but let her let her go let her go let her go back to heaven and then you could take me and <laughs> Lucifer's like great I get what I want I don't care about this girl at all I want you so fine, she's gone, and then he starts dragging Constantine back to hell. And as he goes, it gets harder and harder, and like the ground just starts like, like, I don't know, like he's like pulling him across tile, but the tile starts like like you're pulling him across sand, and it builds up like that, you know, that the the bit in front of something that you're dragging makes it harder to drag. Yeah, and it turns out that since Constantine made a selfless sacrifice of his own soul to go down to hell to just free this woman that he didn't even know to go up to heaven. God's like, you know what? Fine. You've, you've proven to me that you actually are a good person and I will let you into, I will, I'm going to bring you up into heaven. And Lucifer's like, what? And as he's getting dragged up to heaven, Constantine just like holds his hand up, flips, (laughs) flips fucking Lucifer himself the finger as he's getting dragged up and pulled up into heaven. (laughs) And Lucifer's like, you know, fuck this. And, and like heals his wrists that he had slashed with the glass from the doors, which I don't think I explained why he, how he killed himself. And then reaches into his lungs, pulls out all the cancer. And it's like, you know what? Fuck you. You're not dying now. I'm going to give you more time on this earth to damn yourself because I, you're you're John Constantine. You're going to damn yourself at some point, and then you're mine anyway. So I'll just give you more time. More time is all you need, and then you're mine. And so he saves Constantine's life so that he doesn't go to heaven because he's so fucking petty about Constantine just getting the better of demons all the time on Earth. It's, it's real good. It's it's so good, and then. So and then Lucifer goes goes back to hell because he's like, well, you're not you're not dying anymore, so I can't take your soul. So sayonara, go fuck your life up later. I'll see you in 10, 20, 30 years, whatever it takes. I I am the Lord of Hell. It doesn't matter how long it takes. Yeah, later, idiot. And he goes to uh, check on the detective lady. Hmm. 
Who survived? Yeah. Uh, she misreads the situation. Oh yeah, he like leans in and and she's like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna get a kiss now." And then he reaches over and grabs the spear of destiny and pulls back. And she's like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh all right, okay. oh, oh, yeah, I, we can do that." Also, that's also fine. I mean, I would have kissed Count Reeves at that point if he saved my life and saved my sister's soul. I mean, just saying, yeah. I mean, I, I may not sing the Star Spangled Banner into his butthole, but I would definitely kiss him. I'd kiss him for less. Yeah, I it I it probably would take it might take more than that for me to sing into his butthole, but I don't. I know. would definitely kiss him for less if he say honestly. If if someone killed my dog and then Keanu Reeves killed that person, I would kiss Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I kiss him just to be able to say I kissed him. That that too. Uh, have you seen um, "Always Be My Maybe" on Netflix? No. Keanu Reeves plays a hilarious version of Keanu Reeves in that movie. It's Ali. It stars Ali Wong and Russell Park, the guy, the the FBI agent who tries to learn to do magic from uh, after Ant Man. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I think it's called "Always Be My Maybe." It's Watch it. You, you and your wife might like it's a romantic comedy, but um, the Keanu Reeves plays a hilarious version of Keanu Reeves in it. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. Um, and it also, I think he he even mentions the director of John Wick in it. Nice. The guy who was like the stunt coordinator for the Matrix, who became the director of John Wick. Or stunt director, probably for the Matrix. I don't remember what I don't remember what the title was. But anyway, yeah. So he, she's like, "Oh, he's going to kiss me now," and she's like, "And he's like, oh, by the way, I have to grab the Spear of Destiny." Yeah. <laughs> and then out of the pool, we see Gabriel hacking up water. Oh yeah, I love this bit. So I, I'm going to talk about this because this fucking last act of this movie is amazing. So Gabriel comes out. Gabriel's newly made human. And and fucking Constantine's like, yeah, I'm not even sure you deserve to be human. And Gabriel's like, oh, do you want vengeance upon me? Do you need, do you want to kill me? Here, here's this holy shotgun of Antioch. Fucking shoot me with it now because I am a newly made human. I am completely innocent. If you kill me, I go to heaven. If I kill myself, I don't. So if I convince you to kill me, I will go home and fucking and Constantine's like, nah, fuck you. I'm out. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> and punches her fire punches. Gabriel in the face, like knocks Gabriel the fuck out, but re- refuses to kill Gabriel, which I thought was amazing. Cause it's all the fucking, like the, the fucking minutia of the rules that everyone's playing with this last, this last fucking act is amazing. And so now Gabriel's like, hey, look, you didn't kill me. I'm helping you do good things, Constantine. It's great. Like, look how good I am. <laughs> We're all friends now, right? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm I'm on a good path. You're on a good path. We're all good together. Like, just maybe a bus will hit me and I'll go up to heaven. <laughs> but I can't intentionally walk out in front of a bus because then I go to hell. But, you know... 
Uh, anybody got a meteor falling nearby? <laughs> Just oh, it's so good the way that like the way Tilda Swinton plays that character after that character becomes human. It's amazing. And so but, Neo and Detective Lady head up to the roof. They uh, decide they're going to date and also to hide the spear of Logness. Yep. Until yeah, like, uh, think- the angels show up and Asuka uses it in a sick fight sequence about, you know, towards the end. Yeah, once you, uh, you uh, get past the, uh, what's the barrier? The geofront. Or the a the AT fields. Yeah, you get past the AT fields, and you have to get through the geofront first, and then you get down to the you know Lilith, and Adam, and geo and AT fields, and yada yada yada. Um, you can't say and, Spear of Logness that many times and not expect me not to make an Ava <laughs> reference. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and then uh, yeah, and so he's like, and take this and hide it somewhere where even I won't find it. Yeah, also, and, also, we should make out later, but not right now. Yeah, not right now. Like, that's the whole thing. I think Rachel Vice, I think, said in, in the trivia, Rachel Vice had said, I kind of really wanted to kiss Keanu Reeves, but we never filmed a fucking kiss the entire movie. Like, it had, like, this whole, like, noir kind of feel, like, on the roof where, like, you know, we had the denouement, and, you know, and he's like, you know, like, hey, I'll see you later, baby. But, like, at no point... Did they kiss? They didn't even film a kiss because they knew if they filmed a kiss, they would they would put the kiss in the movie. And they didn't want to have the kiss in the movie, and so. But Rachel Weisz is kind of like, I kind of really wish I could have kissed Keanu Reeves. Fair. Yeah, I mean, I kissed Keanu Reeves. Again, if someone killed my dog and and fucking Keanu Reeves killed that person, I would, I'd kiss Keanu Reeves full on the mouth. I just wouldn't be asked me. He was like, "Hey, you want a mouth kiss?" But yeah, yeah, that's I'd cool. Be like, I mean, could you take me back in time to, I don't know, like, even, like, Beethoven first? Just, you know? I get a little something out of it. I mean. True. Call me mer- call me mercenary. But anyway, so the movie presumably ends until you fast forward to the last minute of the, the movie. There's a stinger where uh, counter, uh, Constantine is at uh, the beef's grave and... He puts the, his lighter on the beef scrave and turns to walk away. And then you see wings. And either the beef turned into an angel or an angel half breed has taken beef's form. Unclear. And then fl- and flies up to flies upwards. And then the movie actually ends. Yep. And that is not something that's well known. <laughs> I didn't know until literally today. That that was. I literally, I watched it like last year. This movie last year, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so used to like Marvel movies." I forwarded all the way to the end, and then there actually was a stinger, and I was like, "Holy shit! How many times have I seen this movie since it came out? Like at least four times." And I didn't know there was a stinger at the end. It barely. It's not good. It's it's not great. The stinger doesn't matter in any way, shape, or form. But Chris, what did you think of this movie? Except for the stinger. I like it. It's fun. I mean, it's got real, like, prophecy vibes. With the whole angels and demons and the rules and all that. I really like the way that 
Constantine uses whatever. He doesn't believe any of it, but it's just whatever works. Doesn't matter. I like uh I like that. I like that he's a very practical guy. And it's it's fun. Like I don't know. I dig the the way that they use cultural osmosis for the rules of all this stuff. Like you don't have to be super knowledgeable about the occult or Catholicism or whatever. This is just shit that if you live in the United States at least, you know half of this shit just because of cultural osmosis. Like you know the rules about like sunlight and the mirrors and holy water and like all that kind of shit. It's fun that they don't have to take the time to explain the minutia of well, you see, because back in 1640, Bishop Reginald fucking blessed this gold, and then in turn, the Knights of the Templar guarded the gold for, like, yeah, it's like, oh, no, you know, because demons don't like that shit. You just yeah, know there, it. I have gold brass knuckles that I've carved crosses into, and apparently that's all it takes to beat the shit out of a demon, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, it it's kind of fun the way it relies on you just kind of having an understanding of this guy is on the the side of the righteous he's got brass knucks with crosses in him and he punched a demon in the face so it fucking didn't like it like that's all you need to know like it's not rocket fucking surgery like yeah it is not rocket surgery for certain it's a little it's a little slow it's a little a little pudgy in the middle like some of my favorite it people is- it is a full two hours, but the the last the last act makes up for any other kind of slowness. Like once it hits its stride, it the last probably I don't know half hour forty minutes is pretty. It's a pretty solid. It's one of my favorite thirty minutes of movies. Yeah, it's fun. I say give it a go if you've never seen it. It's it's like what if you took the prophecy but made it an action movie instead of like a kind of more of a rumination on uh, angels and shit. Or a murder mystery. It's almost a, the, the prophecy is almost a murder mystery. The first the first one. Yeah, but I say give it a go if you've never seen it. It's totally worth your time. It it seems like it's got a bad rap, which I don't one hundred percent understand because I think it's. Fine. It's the comic comic purists don't like it, but any kind of purist from one media to another is going to be disappointed in anything. It's a bunch of nerd shit. Yeah. What do you think, Troy? I I love this movie, just straight up. Like it, it is a movie I will watch anytime. If I was slipping through channels and Constantine was on, I would just fucking watch it. I have also just sought it out occasionally. Like, oh, Constantine's on Max? I'll fucking watch that. Uh, it's it's great. I, I love this movie. Again, it's, it is like Hellblazer and the Prophecy Fucked. It is not 100% Hellblazer, the comics, which I'm okay with. Because, again, if if you when you adapt something, it can never be 100% true 
to the source material. But I feel like the soul of this movie is true to the soul of Hellblazer. Like, the Constantine doesn't look right. He doesn't have the right... He doesn't talk right. But he has the same soul. Constantine has the same soul as Constantine in this movie. And I think that's the important part. And... Yeah, this again. This movie has a lot of things that I love. It has, it has religious horror, has angels being shitheads. It has magic that is playing off of its Christian like cultural osmosis, as opposed to, well, if I draw the seal of Solomon and then I say these Latin words, then I can shoot a fireball out of my butthole. No, it's just like, well, like so if uh, if I light the if if I light the fucking shroud of Moses on fire. That's enough holy energy to drive away these demons. And I'm out of this after that because I have one fucking shroud of Moses because Moses only died once. Um, so, like, that kind of, the whole, like, just, I will sacrifice this relic to save my ass this one time kind of thing always, it always entertains me. So, yeah, this movie was 100% made for me. So I say watch it. Speaking of watching things, Chris, what are we watching next week? Uh, possibly Midsummer. If Horse Lanta is is uh is in the stable, we will watch Midsummer. If it is not, we will watch Karis Hell, as suggested to us by supposed alleged real cousin Brett Sontag, two-legged bringer of destruction. We've not mentioned him in quite a while. It has been a while. Presumably, he still brings destruction. We have uh, we have a couple more movies uh, suggested by him, and Karis Hell is one of them. So, um, yeah, so either uh, Midsummer is suggested by me, or uh, or Karis Hell is suggested by Brett Sontag, uh, two-legged bringer of destruction, and also potentially Horse Santa's real cousin. So what if other people want to whatever they want to do? Well, they could email us at starsprincesspodcast at gmail.com. They could uh, go to Facebook, where we are Stars Princess, and message us there or post on our wall or whatever the fuck you do on Facebook these days. Uh, they could tweet us at Slaughter Prince, which we may or may not see. I'm not sure because the bot has not posted our most recent uh, um Well, that's because uh, X won't let the API work anymore. Oh, uh, well, yeah, fuck X then. Um, we only we only deal with Twitter. We don't deal with X. So yeah. you could tweet us. Don't X us, please. Don't. Um, yeah, and uh, you could r slash shp podcast, where we still have a subreddit that literally no one looks at until someone else posts it. Then I will see it because I think I get a mod mail. And then um, I don't know, you know, go to our Discord where we have a uh, Discord uh, if you go there, you'll get an invite to the Discord. Go to the hashtag movie request channel, and you can request a movie, much like Kylie did recently. And uh, I think Matt and myself also requested movies recently. And uh, yeah, I'll add them to the list. And our list is still uh, lengthy and girthy, uh, much like ni- none of our uh, members. And uh, True. Yeah, and go, if you want to give us money, you go to store store.sarchprincess.com or patreon.sarchprincess.com and uh you know, do the things there. 
Yeah. Also, uh, the weekend of April the 6th, um, uh, we are going to have a very unofficial SHP con. I think it is probably myself and my wife showing up at Chris's hometown and hanging out. If any of you would like to do so as well, you may. Uh, we would love to have you. Uh, please reach out reach out to us on Discord so we know you are thinking about it. Because otherwise, um, yeah, we may you may show up and we would be like, oh wait, wait, you're 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 in town. Who the fuck are you? Um, yeah. So, but we would love to. We would love to meet any and all of our listeners. Um, and uh, if if you can't show up, I hundred percent understand. Uh, if you can show up and you do, uh, I will give you a hearty handshake and maybe even a hug. Exciting. Yeah. We'll come back next time for whatever the fuck. And what their podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Goodbye. I'm a goofy doofus. <laughs> <laughs>